Welcome to Leadership Speaking Radio. This is episode number 19. Our topic today is Appearance Tools. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Penn, professional speaker coach, industry disruptor, and founder of the Leadership Speaking School. We're based in Switzerland, and we train global leaders and changemakers how to speak in public. To find out more about how we transform the leaders that we work with from good speakers to great speakers, go ahead and visit our website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. all one word, dot com. Now let's get straight into our topic. This is the next episode in the series of Leadership Speaking Tools. Episode 16 got things started in this series, talking about the basics ethos, pathos, logos, and that public speaking is a performing art. Then in episode 17, we talked about content creation tools from the Leadership Speaking Toolbox, some game changers in there. Then we visited episode 18, which was rehearsal tools. In today's episode, episode 19, we are talking about appearance tools. That's right, because you are what you wear. As the saying goes, You never get a second chance to make a, fill in that sentence, first impression. That's the answer. Therefore, it is essential that you do everything in your power to make the best first impression possible from the moment that you stand up to talk. I like to say that as a speaker, you are what you wear. You are judged not only by the content and the quality of what you say, folks, but also on how you look. Yeah, it's the truth. It's reality. This includes everything from how well-groomed your hair and nails are to whether or not your trousers are ironed, and I'm talking about whether your shirt is tucked in, right? All the details matter. You see, because before even hearing you speak, members of the audience form an opinion of you the moment that they see you. Yeah, their brains just get into high gear and they are evaluating your ethos. If you remember what that meant from the first episode, which was episode 16, ethos is your credibility, your trustworthiness. Are you somebody that the audience can sit back and believe? And your ethos is revealed, of course, by how you look. In a matter of seconds, as a matter of fact, they subconsciously decide whether they like you or not. Yeah, that's how it works, based on your level of personal grooming and what you are wearing. And I know that this sounds totally superficial, But let me tell you that the importance of how you look should not be underestimated. And FYI, I am talking about this in live speaking and in virtual speaking. They are the same animal, folks. You need to be thinking about what you look like. Start to consider that your outfit is a part of your performance. And let me remind you that singers and musicians and other performing artists understand that what they wear on stage is as much a part of their performance as what they do on stage. And I'm here to tell you that the same is true for speaking in front of audiences. A speaker's outfit is a part of their performance, and as such, it should be chosen very carefully. And what do you wear? What are those points of advice? Well, for men, I like to say that a smart casual outfit, right? 
You have ironed your shirt and your trousers. You are wearing neutral colors. You've color matched. I'm really picky about this. You've color matched your belt and your shoes. That's right. Don't show up wearing a black belt and brown shoes, brothers. That's not going to work. <laughs> not for the people in the audience who will pick you apart like I do. Color matching. It's about visual equilibrium. It's about harmony. It's about not wearing things that make you look asymmetrical or out of balance somehow. Because unfortunately, our eyes are so good and so precise as humans that we will find those inconsistencies and we will think about them and they will bother us, some of us. And that will take away from what you are saying. For ladies, what to wear? I tell you what, same thing, neutral colors. Neutral colors are the key. Again, nothing that says, bam. Nothing that's too much for the visual experience of your audience. If you're wearing a skirt, please choose a hemline that has something below the knees or slightly at the knees, but not shorter. And I don't have to tell you why, except to say that that's a massive distraction. Your trousers should be hemmed at the appropriate length, never dragging on the floor. Yes, I have seen this. And it distracted me so much that I didn't hear a word of what the person was saying. Tights or hoisery and neutral color palettes, nothing too busy or bold. Keep it simple. Overall, aim for clean lines and classic elegance. You can't go wrong. When you are in classic elegance, you just look like you know what you're talking about. And what's also really important for what both men and women are wearing is that you can move in these clothes. That you can breathe in these clothes. So... That's why my next point is going to be about heels, ladies. Heels that are too high will literally destabilize you. You will not feel grounded to the floor. You will not have the breath that you need in your body because there will be tension in your hips and in your legs. I'd like to say that if you are thinking about wearing heels, wear heels that you can move around in and where you feel grounded to the floor. Personally, if I wear heels, those are going to be those kind of fat heels, kind of, forgive me, but older lady heels, just because that's what's going to bring my center of gravity closer to the floor, and I'm just going to feel more at ease there and not worry about tipping over or tripping. Also think about the surface of the venue where you're going. Are you going to be click-clacking away on a wooden floor or a stone floor, or is there a plush carpet there? The more you know about the venue, the better for figuring out what you're going to wear. Overall, what not to wear? Heels that are too high or accessories that distract. Yes, it can happen. You can wear necklaces and earrings and bracelets that make more noise than the sound of your voice coming out of your mouth. Be careful. Also, dress appropriately and respectfully for the culture and the environment that you are in. I like to say, when in Rome, do as the Romans. We've heard this before. It's a great proverb. Dress so that you match the cultural norms of where you are and dress so that you feel good and empowered in yourself as a speaker. Here are a few what I call outfit hacks for men and women. Think about what you look like from the back because that's a ignored area for most people because you're not really thinking about that area when you're talking because that's most likely going to be towards the wall. But let me tell you, the audience will be looking at you from all angles, 360 degrees. So what do you look like if you do a full turnaround from all of those angles? Be aware of things that are unflattering like visible underwear lines or 
the crumpled outlines of tucked-in shirts, etc., etc. Make sure that your belt fills all the belt loops. Yeah, I sound a little bit like a nagging mom here. This is how I speak to my teenage children. <laughs> but I really care for you to know this because this is affecting your ethos, your credibility. Look sharp. I like to say that when in doubt, it is always better to be overdressed than underdressed. So you can't really go wrong there. Even if you're more overdressed than everybody else, that's going to elevate your credibility as opposed to coming in and really looking like you don't belong there or that you've just been to the gym. A simple tip is that if you're wearing a name tag, if it's that kind of event and you're speaking, whether it's one of those name tags that you pin onto your outfit, which I personally despise because where do I put that on my silk blouse? Thank you very much. Or if it's a name tag that is like a necklace and, you know, you got this plastic sleeve with your information on it, whatever it is, take that thing off because it looks sharp without it. And it won't be jangling or moving or distracting in any way. And it just looks like a much cleaner package that way. A really important point of advice is to always try your outfit on that you have carefully chosen for yourself well before the day of your talk. Please don't make the mistake of putting it on for the first time an hour before you go on. No, 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 no. Put on some music, have a glass of wine, get the lighting right, and play with your outfit in your closet. And by play, I mean sit down in it, stand up in it, raise your arms above your head in it, stretch your arms to either side in it. You want to make sure that it is moving with you the way you need to be moving in your talk. And you don't want any rude wardrobe surprises the day of your talk, where if you didn't do this important step of trying it on well beforehand, there you are and there is a button missing, or you can see the sweat rings underneath your armpit, or the clothing is so tight that you can't stretch your arm up in that planned move where you're going to lift your index finger and your arm. So do that. Have some fun with that and get that outfit working for you. A little loving advice is to bring a emergency kit with you. I never leave home without it. Let me tell you, when you are going to be speaking in front of audiences, things happen. Things beyond your control happen. And I think I've probably had every conceivable thing happen to me, including one huge event where I didn't do that, you know, wine glass in the closet moment as I should have because I was too busy preparing for this big event. So the day of the event happens and I've got these great pants that I bought in Milan, loving them, feeling fabulous in them. And wouldn't you know it, I delivered my whole first beginning and I was doing my whole power walking. Everything was great. Until at the break, a woman who I consider a close friend came up to me and she says, Laura, there's a hole in your back area. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And I look at myself in the mirror and wouldn't you believe there is a hole in the absolute wrong and inappropriate place, the back of these fabulous pants from Milan. So I said, thank you very much. I got really red, full of embarrassment. But then I sprinted into the bathroom and I took this emergency kit that I always carry and I sewed that hole up so that after the break, there was no more hole. There was no more wardrobe emergency. What's in this kit? Let me tell you. A couple of different sized safety pins. You know, 
I just think this is a miracle of creation. Safety pins that come in the smallest sizes to the biggest kilt size. You know what I'm talking about, those kilts where you have those huge safety pins on the kilt and everything in between. Have a couple of different size safety pins in this emergency go bag kit of yours and you will be in good shape. Also, never leave home without some duct tape. That's right, I said duct tape. I am talking about that fat roll of silver thick tape that frays and that you can pull off, but it will fix any wardrobe emergency. I like to use the duct tape for when I go out and there's a microphone I've got to put on and the microphone needs to be secured underneath my blazer or something. If the studio doesn't have duct tape, which they usually do, but sometimes they don't or they run out, I'll take my own duct tape out and zip that on to the microphone wire and be secure that that microphone wire is not going to be seen in the interview. Always, always, always bring that essential sewing kit that I just described with you as well. You can get these in any nice hotel. Like go, like get that thing, take that thing from that kit that you get in the hotel and put that in your own kit and have it available. I personally love the kits that already have the needles threaded because that saves you a step. So that is what's in my essential kit for wardrobe emergencies. You cannot go wrong if you've got those things in your go bag. When it comes to what else you need to bring with you to your venues, to your live events, to when you're talking besides the emergency wardrobe kit, here's a little checklist. Bring a handheld mirror, maybe a toothpick or even better, a toothbrush. Always bring your breath mints, folks. Bring a comb or a brush, depending on the length and the texture of your hair. Get some deodorant in that bag of yours. Always put some on before you go on because you will sweat. Perfume is nice. A whiff of that as you walk by, a refreshed whiff of perfume. Might have put some on in the morning, but put some on just before you talk. That's a really nice sensory experience when a speaker walks by and you just smell this lovely cologne It really, or perfume. It really sets the tone for the quality of that person about to speak. Hand lotion. Yeah, in those small little travel-sized bottles. Because you never know what is going to dry up for you. Bring some tissues and those little travel packets too. And folks, just bring any other items that you use to groom yourself with. I like to have a little spray bottle of water just to mat down the hairstyle so that the hairs aren't flying all over the place as well. But, you know, just pack this little kit for yourself and you've got it handy. So you've got the kit that is for wardrobe emergencies and you've got this other kit. And it's simply a great grooming checklist for you to bring with you. All right. That's me loving you up, giving you some insights that you might not have thought about related to what you look like in front of audiences. Never forget that your outfit is a part of your performance. Treat this like any performance of any performing artist because that's what you are. You are a performing artist as a speaker. Put care, put love, put thought into what you are wearing. And come prepared with any backup materials to use in an emergency situation or for a refresh. Folks, I hope that you found this episode helpful and that you can apply what you've learned to your own leadership speaking. I look forward to bringing you another episode next time where I will unpack more leadership speaking golden nuggets, practical tips, useful scenarios to use now and beyond. 
Until then, thank you for tuning in. I love that you are listening to this podcast, and I love that I'm starting to get some comments and questions coming through. Just let me know what you want to hear more about. I am all ears. I am here to serve you in this time of crazy disruption and beyond. So I look forward to the next time that I tune in to talk to you. Until then, stay healthy, stay safe, stay well, and I'll speak to you next time.